You're listening to Seattle Real Estate Podcast. So I had a really good email question from listener, viewer, whatever. Hi, I follow you on the Seattle Real Estate Podcast. I have, I just had a question. Since there are lots of people not paying rent to the landlord, what if the landlords can't pay their taxes? Hypothetically, what would happen to the city if all the landlords, hypothetically, what would happen to the city if all the landlords walked away from their properties and did not pay taxes to the city? What would the city do or become? Those are all really good questions, and we're going to answer them. I've got an article here. Um, it's called, What Happens If You Don't Pay Your Property Taxes? What we're talking about is the tenants have been, they've been protected. We've got these eviction moratoriums. Uh, yeah, if, if you, you know, for whatever reason during COVID can't pay your rent, you're okay. The landlords, let's talk about them. So landlords have not only taxes, they've got insurance, they've got maintenance costs, they've got mortgages. In some cases, they've got HOA dues. They've got all kinds of expenses that are that are ongoing that nobody says, Oh, you're a landlord. It's okay. Take a breather. Cause those guys over there, the tenants, they are. And, and, and I'm, I'm not saying there aren't cases where just a lot of people have been out of work and they can't pay the rent. Hey, same thing on the landlord deal. There's landlords out there who lost their jobs, can't pay their mortgages. Where is their, you know, equity within this deal? Some people might say, well, you can get a mortgage for forbearance. All right, you can, but those are way harder to get because it's non-owner occupied. And a lot of forbearance is, is based on owner occupied. Um, so all these things happen. And so let's just take a look at property taxes because, you know, it would be kind of funny. You don't want to see it happen, but what if all the landlords that are owed their rent that haven't been paid just said, yeah, John, here, here you go. Here's the keys somebody pick them up, because it's either going to be the county for the taxes, the city for the taxes, um, the mortgage company might have a little bit of interest, the HOA might have a little bit of interest. I mean, everybody wants their piece of the pie. And if you don't pay out on the pie, people are going to come looking. So how does that work? What happens? That's what we're going to talk about here today on the Seattle Real Estate Podcast. If you're new, my name is Sean Reynolds. I own a couple of real estate companies. I'm the managing broker and owner of a real estate brokerage. We have like 110, 115 brokers somewhere in there that sell real estate throughout Western Washington. I also own one of the oldest real estate appraisal firms, residential in Western Washington, Reynolds and Klein Appraisal. But more importantly, I read the news. Read the news that you want to hear. So here we go. What happens if you don't pay your property taxes? As a homeowner, or a landlord, if you no doubt, uh, you're no doubt aware that the cost of owning property extends well beyond your monthly mortgage payment. You'll have to cover your homeowner's insurance, maintenance, repairs, and of course, property taxes. Death and taxes, two constants in life, right? Your property taxes are calculated by taking your local tax rate and multiplying it by your home's assessed value. The average property tax bill in the U.S. was $3,498 in 2018, according to Property Database Adam Data Solutions. But in some parts of the country, you'll pay a lot more. While property taxes may have once served as a lucrative tax break, these days, there's less value in that regard. Thanks to the tax cuts and jobs uh, implemented in the late 2017, the SALT state and local tax 
deduction, which includes property taxes is limited to 10 grand. So if you live in say New Jersey, where it's not uncommon to have a $12,000 property tax bill for an average size home, you lose out on some of those tax uh, benefits automatically. But regardless of whether you get the maximum benefit of your property taxes or not, you're still required to pay them. And so if you don't, you could face some serious repercussions. What if you don't pay your property taxes? Sometimes homeowners can run into financial trouble like the coronavirus, right? And we're not talking tenants here. We're not talking renters. We're talking homeowners. Um, and, and they can't come up with their property taxes as a result. If that happens to you, you could unfortunately wind up losing your home. Specifically, your local tax authority could put a lien on your home and eventually force its sale, just like a foreclosure sale. You'll hear about that tax lien sales right? People owe money on their, their taxes, whatever governing body puts a lien on the property. And then if you don't respond, it eventually gets sold. So there's that. So to answer the email directly, what would happen if they all walked away from the properties not pay their taxes to the city? Well, the city, you know, how many are we talking about? It probably wouldn't have that much of an impact on the city as a whole. Because not everybody is owed rent. That's actually a pretty small percentage. So it's not like you can have a revolt and have this make sense. It just it's not going to impact that much. And the landlords aren't going to do it because the amount of rent that they're owed relative to not paying their taxes, relative to probably whatever equity they have built up, they're going to find a way to suck it up and pay those taxes. That's the bottom line. But what if they did? What if all these landlords did just walk away? Yeah, it would definitely cause some chaos. Because these governing entities would be minus that uh, tax revenue. And they'd have to spend all the resources on going after these landlords leaning the properties. And that costs whatever entity money, because they got to lean them, they got to record that lien, they've got to send somebody out to do notices, hey, you've got a lien, you know, we're set to um, our attorneys are going to foreclose at XYZ, they got to pay an attorney, so it gets expensive. So if, if all of these landlords did that, yeah, it would cause some headaches. Would it would it overthrow the you know situation we have going on right now? No, it would just make it worse. It would just really muck things up. And landlords aren't typically going to do that because they've struggled to get there as a landlord in the first place. They're not going to give it up. They're if their tenant isn't able to pay, they're just basically going to figure out how to get from point A to point B with the tenant not paying. Now here in the city of Seattle. So, so in all the government entities throughout the United States, um, there's money coming through, not all the government, but there's money coming through from the federal to the local governments to pay state governments, county, city, whatever, to pay for some of the back owed rent. But what I've heard lately is that they're offering to pay a percentage of the owed rent to the landlord. That is some nonsense pay the full money deal because the tenants are getting off scot-free. They're not having to pay this back. So how does how does this work? Hey, we, we know that you're owed 100 grand, would you take 70 grand? We're, you're, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to experience this loss with us. Because even though oh, my computer's up, whoops. So even though this isn't really your fault, we're gonna need you to take a $30,000 whack because you're owed all this rent. That's those are literally situations going on right now. And I have said many times, 
I think the landlords are they're going to lose out on a bunch of money. Um, they just are. That is just how this is going to go in 2021. It's called a non equitable situation. We're familiar with that term, right? There is there equity here? No. Is this going to happen? Yes, probably. That's what I kind of see. Um, so what would the city do if all these property if these landlords can't pay their taxes, they'd go down the process of putting a lien on each property. And um, they'd foreclose on it, if, you know, at the end, if they needed to, they just go through that time process. And what would become? Um, what would become of all these properties, they'd all get taken back and the city would sell them and um, you'd have just a bunch of foreclosures like you did back in the Great Recession. But the Great Recession was was the Great Recession, because so many people were so thin on equity, whereas property owners now and by that, I mean, the the amount that they the amount the property is worth relative to what they owe, that was very, very small margin, it was a very, very small equity position. And then when the market went south, when it decreased, tons of people had no equity position, they had negative equity. So why hold on to the property? Because we didn't know how long it was going to take for the market to turn back around. So what did people do? They short sold their home, or they, you know, just let it go back to the bank, they just stopped making payments. And eventually, the lender took the property back and muddled around with it and sold it. So cities and, um, you know, all of these entities that have an ownership interest with you in your home, even though you think oh, I'm the homeowner, well, if you got a mortgage on it, you're really not. And you're still partnered up with the city for or whomever for taxes. You're still partnered up with whomever you have come and do your maintenance because that's part of your ownership. They don't have an ownership interest. But you've got like these mini junior partners that you work with that if they want to take a whack at your ownership, they can through legal methods and it's called foreclosure. So all right, let's keep going here. So so that being said, what happens, you know, the foreclosure sale, that won't happen right away. Rather, your local taxing authority will begin charging interest on your unpaid taxes. But if you're able to catch up in a relatively short time, you can avoid the harsh consequences outlined above foreclosure. If you're experiencing a financial hardship, you can also try applying for property tax relief. You might qualify for an installment arrangement where you pay your property taxes off over time rather than a lump sum. Typically, property taxes are due quarterly. All right. So what lenders and what all these entities that partner up with you on your house learned from the Great Recession is that by foreclosing, they lose a lot of money. With working with homeowners, they lose less money. So now they tend to work more if you're late, they're going to start contacting you. Hey, can we send uh, can we figure out a payment plan here? Because we do not want you to give up your home because we do not make money when you give up your home. We only make money when you make your payment. And we're able to collect a tiny little bit of interest. But you know, over the course of or we're collecting money from for whatever service for the taxes that you owe, or we're collecting money for maintenance of the prop the general property if you're in an HOA, you get the idea. Um, so so you might be able to figure out a way to have your property taxes, um, a workaround on paying them right now. And entities will work with you. But then you've got to, so the, the homeowner isn't just on the hook again for taxes, you've got the mortgage, you've got the insurance, you've got the maintenance, are you going to be able to find somebody to work? Mr. Contractor, my tenant isn't paying, I don't have the money to pay you right now. I will gladly pay you on Tuesday for a sandwich today. 
you, you know, you get that reference. It's like, all right, what contractor is going to put out money of their own on materials and their time to do a job for you that you can't pay because your tenant isn't paying? You're going to have to figure out solutions like that as well. Right. So, you know, good luck with that. The, the, the landlord's just got to figure it out and pay. That's the bottom line here. Right. So what to do if you can't afford your property taxes? That's different than if you can't pay, right? If you can't afford, then you've got a problem. Because that's a long term problem. The one we're seeing right now with the coronavirus, I believe is temporary, from the standpoint of the Fed money is coming through the system. It's just a matter of when, because um, just a small percentage of it has been distributed to tenants and even however they're doing it, tenants and landlords, whatever, in whatever state you're in. So if you're experiencing a temporary financial hardship that's making a specific property tax bill difficult to pay, you can, as mentioned, try seeking relief. But if your property taxes have gotten too high to bear on an ongoing basis, it pays to appeal them. All right. Here, I'm going to use my 30 plus years as an appraiser and say, say, typically, it does not pay to appeal your taxes. Of all the appraisals I've done over the years on uh, for people, homeowners who are convinced they're paying too much in taxes, maybe one or two of them worked out where they actually got a reduction. And they didn't get a reduction because the property value I came up with was so significantly less. They often came up with a reduction because I pointed out a physical characteristic error in the county tax records records. That is what triggered a reduction, a change in the property taxes they pay. So most, most um, entities, you're going to pay taxes based on a three year rolling average. So in this real estate market, things are going up incredibly fast. We haven't felt that catch up yet on our taxes, but we will. It's a coming and I'll be doing a bunch of podcasts on that because people will be like, my property value went up 250% and my taxes went up 18%. I can't pay an 18% increase. That is literally the conversation we're going to have fairly often. It's like you can't have it both ways. If the fair market value goes up, guess what? your assessed value goes up as well. And what really impacts how much you pay in taxes is all the, the laws that you vote in. That's what impacts your taxes. That's what impacts them. Because your property values, they don't go up that much. We hear stories all the time, oh, my property taxes skyrocketed. Well, you're paying an extra grand. That is not exactly skyrocketing. But if you want to call it that, all right, I get that. It's just that people get used to having, all right, I paid a little bit more, a little bit more. Oh my gosh, I'm paying way more. That's because your property value went way up. So appealing them, if you feel like your assessed value is way out of line with your market, think about appealing. Oftentimes you'll have to pay for an appraisal. And I oftentimes will look at a property for somebody and just tell them, hey, I know, I know you came to me because you want an appraisal. I don't think it's going to work out. We could waste your your money and I can make some money on this appraisal. But if it's not going to do the end result that you want it to do, why are we going through this little gyration? And people will be like, yeah, that makes sense. And I'll, I'll take a quick look and go, okay, we're not going to get it. Value on this is not the substantially lower value you think is you know where you're going to be. That is not going to happen. So here's what I think is going to happen. Do you still want to go through and do an appraisal? Give people that option. And I know I'm talking myself out of out of some business. 
But I've gotten so much more business just by being honest and saying, yeah, I could take your whatever few hundred bucks, 500 bucks, 700 bucks. Man, I think we're charging 850 for an appraisal right now. It's just insane. And most of the time we're accepting appraisal orders at like a thousand bucks because people are desperate to get these orders through. There's not enough appraisers. Appraisers are old and the hoops are so great for appraiser apprentices to jump through. It's not worth it. I don't take on trainees because it's not worth it. Um, the system's messed up, but hey, you know, what's new? So the appeals process varies from state to state on getting your taxes lowered. In some cases, you submit an appeals form and wait for a determination. In others, you have to go to court. Here in King County, there's a whole thing online. You just go online. How do I appeal my taxes? You got to follow the instructions and you got to be super specific about why you think your property taxes, your assessed value should get lowered. If you don't have some, I've seen, I've seen some, I know a lot of um, assessor one and assessor twos at the King County. I know assessors at Snohomish County. I don't know anybody in Pierce County. These are the three main counties in Western Washington. And they will oftentimes send me or we'll talk about it like, yeah, I had a um, I had a homeowner and they wanted to have their taxes appealed based on this. And it'll just be um, the there's a crack in my swimming pool. It's like, okay, that's not really going to do it. Or um, there's a really bad house down the road that, you know, impacts values all over here. It's it's that trap house that's you know, they're selling drugs out of that. It's impacting everything, and yet your next door neighbor just sold your house for how much money? And it's identical to yours. What are you talking about? They just want what they want. Homeowners want what they want. People, we want what we want. We want lower taxes. How are we going to get there? Well, we're going to throw this Mickey Mouse uh, reasoning out and hope it sticks. But the assessors are not dumb. They're like, all right. We've got to have either a physical characteristic that is wrong on our end on the tax on the tax roll records that impacts things. Say say the house is substantially smaller than what it's indicated on the tax records, and that does happen fairly often. So don't take the tax records to heart on your on your don't take the square footage on your tax records as being the be all and end all. Oftentimes those are incorrect. And again, I know that because I've gone out and measured homes, come back, do my sketch for the appraisal. Ah, it's wildly different than the tax records. Shocking, because the homeowners put on an addition and that addition isn't reflected in the square footage, or the assessor measured the home incorrectly. So a lot of, a lot of stuff happens, stuff happens. So you've got to have a physical characteristic that's incorrect in order for your assessed value to, you know, maybe be go up or go down. Um, or, you know, maybe there's a situation where you're the comps for your assessed value are from a neighboring neighborhood that is just wildly different than yours. And the assessor doesn't, you know, fully understand that but assessors work with mass valuations, they work with you know, doing a value every single year for every single property in the county. So they're pretty used to dealing with neighborhood by neighborhood. But sometimes stuff happens. Maybe a maybe a, a trees have grown up in front of your view. That's a good example. And now you can no longer see the beautiful lake and mountain view. You've no longer got that. That would be something that okay, yeah, you're probably going to have to let the tax man into your house to see how your views are impacted, something along those lines. And they might see that 
you did a massive renovation without pulling any permits. Hmm, you still want to let that guy in to show him your views or maybe you just don't appeal. So, you know, there's a lot of, lot of angles to my taxes are too high. I need to appeal them. And for the most part, I just tell people, unless there is something wildly out of line, the county isn't as screwed up as you think. They are far more accurate than they are inaccurate. And that's just from looking at, you know, probably literally millions of tax records over the years. When I was appraising, you know, you might look at 50 or 60 tax records for a single appraisal, and you might be doing, you know, XYZ number of appraisals a week and a year and then over 30 years, you're looking at a lot of stuff. And so you look and see what the assessed value is to relative to where you think the current value is. And it's always a percentage. And it's usually not that off. Sometimes it's off, but it's usually low. It's not typically higher. Maybe it's different in your area. That could be there are some jurisdictions that are just wacky, they do things different. Um, but for the most part, you need to have a really strong reason to appeal your taxes. The appeals process varies from state to state. In some cases, you submit an appeals form and wait for a determination. In others, you have to go to court. Yep. Okay. Either way, to have a shot at winning a property tax appeal, you'll need to be able to prove that your home's assessed value is higher than what it should be. And it's, and, and that should be during the time of usually it's a three year rolling process. So what what is the, you know, here are the sales that range from this to this within that three year period. Um, so if property values drop incredibly, all right, you're not going to get that benefit for a while. And what we're feeling right now or lack of feeling right now, property values going through the roof, you're not going to start to see that for a while on the assessed values, right? You got to have that time go on. And then when 2021, when we've had all this appreciation happen in 2020, second half of 2020, when we had all this appreciation happen, when that when those time periods start to, you know, get recognized within your assessed value, that's what you're going to start to see the major media go, oh, oh. That, that's when the stories will come out, right? So how do you prove your assessment is too high? For one thing, you can look at comparable sales in your neighborhood. If homes that are similar to yours in terms of square footage, acreage and features have sold recently at a price that's much lower than your home's assessed value, you have grounds for an appeal. Similarly, if your tax assessor has details in your home that are inaccurate, you may be able to argue that number down too. We've talked about all that. For example, if your assessment lists your home as having a four, a full four bathrooms, uh, when in fact it only has three, that's a point to put in your appeal. All right, here's the thing. That's not going to have much impact because it's kind of recognizing the square footage. It is what it is. Well, my house only has two and a half bathrooms and it says it's three in the tax records. Alrighty then, how much would it cost? What's the difference between a two and a half bathroom and a three bathroom? And then what is the difference between a two and a half bathroom and a three bathroom in the marketplace? Not that much. Do you want to jump through all these ho hoops to, you know, get this recognized? It's, it, it's not going to be worth it. Don't do it. Let the county know that you've got a two and a half bath and not a three, but I probably wouldn't go through the process of, um, you know, oh, my house is way over assessed. It's just not. It's just not. So don't don't think that you know the full deal. Okay, I'm going to get my taxes reduced because the odds are you probably won't. And and it's 
probably not that out of line with the marketplace. That is 98, 99% of the deals that I see where people bring me a property and say, I want you to appraise this. And I'll be like, okay, I'll give you I'll give you a number. It is what it is. And then you got to work with it from that. But this number isn't low enough. Well, that wasn't really the terms of my appraisal process, was it? No. Yeah. So that's why being honest with people and telling them, hey, this may not work out in your favor. Do you still want to spend the, the money on the appraisal? No, I guess not. Oh, yeah, I do. Okay, let's do it then. Property taxes are an unavoidable expense that comes with owning a home. If yours have gotten too high, you can try appealing them. But if that fails, you may need to resign yourself to selling your home and moving someplace more affordable from a property tax perspective. Because not paying those taxes is unfortunately, simply not an option. So that's the bottom line. It's not really an option unless you want to lose your home. So all of those landlords and uh, owners out there who are owed rent, they're paying because it's not really an option for them not to pay. Whereas we've made it an option for tenants not to pay. That is, uh, that's an unfair scenario, isn't it? And then it's an unfair scenario to ask the homeowners, the landlords to take less rent than they're owed. That's the bottom line. I know a lot of people are going to go, oh, but you know, the homeowners, they own, they're, they're the haves and tenants, they're the have-nots. Tenants signed a contract. Nobody saw the coronavirus coming. At some point in time, we're going to have to rip off all these, uh, rip off the band-aids of these moratoriums. Let's just hope that we have enough federal money in the systems to ease the number of people hitting the road as far as evictions go. Because what a mess. Oh, what a mess. We're gonna, it's, I, I believe it's going to get even messier because getting the amount of money out there that the federal government needs to to stop these eviction processes, it's not going real well so far. We'll just have to see what happens. I know California has, uh, they've basically said, hey, we're going to take these billions of dollars and get our, get our people whole as far as the landlords. Let's just see how that goes. But now you know the answer of what happens if you don't pay your taxes. And the answer is, well, you'll probably get leaned, you'll probably get a lien on it, and then it'll eventually get sold at a tax sale in a foreclosure process. Not good. Don't want to see that happen. So I mean, you can just Google what to do on a lot of these scenarios. Don't take my advice to, you know, literally like the bank, because I am an appraiser, I'm a mortgage broker, reach out to a CPA, reach out to your county entities, hey, I'm struggling to pay my taxes. What do I do? Reach out to the probably CPA is the wrong person. But they know your finances. Um, reach out to a, a an attorney. If you're behind on taxes, reach out to an attorney, they'll tell you your options. Hey, this is what you got to do. You got to figure it out. And they've had other clients go down the same thing. And um, maybe just get a consult and um, figure out what your options are. That's what I would do because every jurisdiction is different. Every jurisdiction handles this differently. Don't listen to a real estate guy who reads the news because it's kind of like um, you know, I watch uh, Vice Grip Garage and you know he's, he's, he's a mechanic and he does all kinds of just absolutely crazy stuff with cars as far as getting them back on the road where they shouldn't really run. And he does all these fixes and things. And the beginning of his YouTube videos, he literally says, I'm an idiot. Don't follow what I do. This is for entertainment purposes only. And from my end, 
I read the news and give you my perspective. But my perspective also, I'm not an, I'm not a lawyer, I'm not an attorney, I can't give you the exact okay, here, do this, do this, do that. You know what I mean, reach out to an attorney if you are in doubt, and get a consult, just get a consult. Don't you don't have to sign up for a big long contract, you know, big um, retainer. Just get a get an opinion. And if you don't like that opinion, go pay for another opinion. Because if you got a bunch of equity in your property, it's probably worth it. Get a game plan together for why you can't pay your taxes. Figure it out. Be reasonable. All right. That's it for me on this one. Thank you uh, so much for being here. I'll catch up with you soon. Until then, stay safe. I'll see you in just a sec. Bye for now. to subscribe to our channel and hit the notification bell so you'll know when our next video is out.